Hi, aloha and welcome to Spirit Chat. So I wanted to do a podcast today on uh, basically your physical body and your spiritual senses and under so that you could understand kind of what happens to your physical body if you are newly awakening, you are just becoming interested in psychic ability, psychic senses, uh, you're just discovering all this stuff about energy or if you're already actively practicing spiritual work and you're actively practicing developing your spirit communication techniques, your psychic ability techniques, uh, you're, you're trying to manage your empath skills, all of those things. And it, all of these things really become more focused in the spiritual aspect of becoming in tune with your spiritual body, being able to feel your spiritual senses, recognizing all of the different sensations that you have, etc. And that's all very, very important. But how, but and however, uh, one thing that can get really overlooked as you're so excited about this new, you know, spiritual development, you're so excited about everything that you're doing as far as, you know, development goes and, you know, learning and growing and experiencing the whole spiritual culture is the physical body and what happens uh, with the physical body when you are transitioning and becoming more aware of your spiritual body when you're merging your physical and your spiritual worlds together uh, a lot of times the physical body is kind of uh, sort of an afterthought I guess I would say and one of the things that a lot of people don't realize especially if you're in the health and healing industry if you're a healer is over time after you're working with your spiritual senses if the physical body gets ignored for a real long period of time it absolutely takes a toll because when you're working with a spiritual culture and you're working with a spiritual body you can get severe energy drain if you're not careful we have to manage our energy a lot more closely than other people who are not tapping into the energetic world who who are kind of ignoring the energetic world if they're not aware of the energetic world if they're very grounded in their physical body they're more protected with uh you know basically physical energy earth energy it earth energy and physical energy is so strong it can create quite a barrier which can be a good thing and not a good thing when you're developing your senses. On one hand, it's very protective of energetic drain and being affected by all the energies uh, that come with spirit communication, that come with being an empath and all that. So on one hand, you're really, really buffered, right? So you're buffered from all the low vibration frequencies. Uh, you're buffered by you know having energy drained from you, etc. But on the other hand, it also creates a buffer so that it's harder to connect with spiritual energy. It's harder to develop your techniques. It's harder to get clarity when you're working with your spirit guide, your angels, and different things like that. So it's really a catch-22, right? You want the protection 
but you you need to have the clarity and you need to be able to feel the energy so where does that leave you it leaves you really needing to find a balance that works well where you're balancing your physical self and your physical world and the physical body with your spiritual self and the work that it needs to do and your spiritual and physical body need to work as a team and that's very very important and so I've been kind of on a mission of health and wellness for those who are in the spirit world um, or those who are learning to develop their spiritual senses because when I've been in the industry I've been in the industry for a very very long time and it's something that I've seen for over 30 years I, everybody learning to develop they start to ignore the physical body the spiritual stuff starts to feel so good to them and it's amazing and enjoyable and they become very fulfilled and then they kind of ignore that other aspect of themselves I've also seen some of the most amazing healers in in my life the most amazing colleagues that deteriorated physically as they got older because of the same thing they were not balanced in a spiritual and physical manner and that is a must if you're going to uh, develop your senses so there are some definite pros and cons to um, developing your spiritual self now for some of you you may just have this natural ability this really high ability to be psychically sensitive, spiritually sensitive, um, communicate with spirits, etc. And if you're one of those people and or if you're already in the healing field, you'll really want to start asking yourself, now's the time to be asking yourself, um, how well are you managing your spiritual aspect of who you are? And how well are you managing the physical aspect of who you are? And I, I'll make that really clear on how to do that. Uh, because I, it's going to be very, very important to have um, the best balance that you can, but also for long-term health and longevity. That's going to be really, really important. Not to mention, uh, one of the things that surprised me the most when I became a young psychic was when people found out that's what I did, they were always like, wow, that's amazing. That's so exciting. I wish that I could do something like that and they just were kind of in awe of the gift and I was like well yeah I mean it's cool for sure but people don't realize that they come with cons how the physical body feels the toll it takes on the physical body and I would explain that I'm like you know there's still you have to be real careful of a lot of things because physically you feel different and they'd be like oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah sure but that would be really cool to do that and they weren't understanding that for many, many years, I struggled with not feeling the best because of the um, balance that you have to try to figure out. And the first thing that you have to try to figure out, and that's why I was so passionate about doing the classes I've done, the Empowered Empath course and um, some of the other classes. And right now, I have just opened my Spirit Communication course. So for all my students who are in there, I'm hoping they're listening to this they're probably going to find um, and notice more physical stuff as they move forward. So the first thing that you have to kind of understand and figure out is, uh, you know, what, what exactly is the spiritual body and spiritual senses? How is that affecting the physical body? And that can be a little bit confusing. Uh, but 
I'm going to give you a very simple way to kind of manage the physical aspect is truthfully, if you just kind of treat your body as a temple, and I know that that sounds really cliche, but really kind of covering the basics, you're going to cover any effect that you're having with a spirit world and spirit realm. You're going to cover the energy drain. You're going to cover, um, you know, a lot of how much of a toll it takes on your physical body's immune system because of the energetic drain. And you're going to cover those things. So basically, that's kind of what happens. I probably should have started with that first. When you are super sensitive, when you are super psychically sensitive, spiritually sensitive, you're sensitive to energies, uh, when you're working with a lot of energies and it's moving in to the body, out of the body, moving around your aura, your etheric body and all of that, the drain that it can cause can actually cause your physical body's immune system to go down. And that's why we want to manage that very carefully. The other problem that a lot of sensitives have is sleep. There's a really good reason for that. I mean, good explanation, not a good reason. Um, the explanation basically is, if you've been uh, following me or if you know anything about this, we have a, the white noise goes down during the nighttime and that white noise is basically energy from the day. It's from people talking, driving, just being up. People, it, it, people being up exude a certain um, frequency of energy. When they're sleeping, that, that frequency shifts and it, it goes into a different type of frequency. So when you have hundreds of thousands of people up motoring around and doing whatever, even if they're not right next to you, it creates this white noise and it white noise energetically. So it creates a lot of this white noise static that lowers uh, during the nighttime as people settle in, start to sleep, calm down and, and whatever. So during the nighttime, when you're sensitive, that's when clarity will begin to heighten with your psychic senses, your uh, spirit senses and all of that. And so that's when you can really feel hypersensitive to uh, spiritual frequencies. And then when you try to sleep, uh, you start to actually align with those frequencies when you're really sensitive, right? Now you are aligning with the stronger frequency at the time. So a lot of people who are physical, physical, um, more physical in nature, less spiritually sensitive, they align with the white noise energy uh, more powerfully than they do um, at night with the spiritual energy. They align with that, that frequency matches better for them. If you're sensitive, psychically sensitive and spiritually sensitive, um, you will, typically align stronger with the frequency at night. You will typically align with that frequency stronger than you will daytime. So what will happen to you in the daytime is you'll find that you're, you can find yourself more frustrated, agitated, but also just kind of more tired because you're sort of fighting against that frequency. It's not, it's like, imagine being in a stadium with really a lot of just noise, people banging on drums and, and just, 
you know, tambourines and just making all this ruckus. And you're just like, oh, gosh, this is like making me tense. And then you move into another area of arena or you go outside by the beach or something or at night in the stars and everything just feels calm and beautiful and just relaxing to your body. That's what happens to you um, when you're psychically sensitive and spiritually sensitive is you will when you align with the the spirit energy at night that that frequency is a lot more calming to you however on the flip side the calmness also is when we recharge so now we have we're getting energy at night which what does that do it disrupts our sleep and so um, because we are lining with this calming frequency and that's when we plug in and recharge we also can become energized even though we're calm, we can have energy and be awake. And so that causes us a lot of sleep issues. So as you can see, it's almost like you can be nocturnal at the same time, your body's kind of struggling with it, your spiritual self is struggling with it, your brain's going, okay, but yeah, I work in the daytime, I need to get up with the kids, and your spiritual self and is, is recognizing this frequency that you align with at nighttime, and then it's also recognizing that it's tensing in the daytime, so we have a whole lot going on. But there are ways to manage that, and that's, uh, and these things all affect the physical body and how we feel physically, not just spiritually, and that is one of the things that I, I just wanted to do the podcast on is because everybody tends to focus on how they fit spiritually feel and they forget that the physical body is also working so closely with your spiritual self that that we don't need we don't want to ignore that that the physical body is super important to our spiritual connection it's super important uh to staying healthy and and being able to have clear connections and so we need to pay attention and manage that aspect just as it's just as important and so there are a couple things that you can do uh, to manage your physical health and your spiritual health at the same time. And it's, it's going to be really important. And it's probably going to be annoying, truthfully, because people don't like to manage their physical health very much, especially if it entails things like exercise, which is what I'm going to get into. Um, but I've really been on a mission uh, as I'm just gathering a lot of students in my classes. I, I've just been through too many years of too many colleagues that have just really not done well as they've gotten older. Too many healers, too many people I know that just didn't maintain their physical health to the best of their ability and then um, uh, was not in the best shape later. And so I I just want to help you manage that and understand so that you don't end up in that same uh, position. Just some fantastic healers, really, really. So one of the one of the things that you need to do when it comes to taking extra care of the physical body is doing more exercise than you think you should be doing and being very consistent at it and i know i've talked about this a lot a lot a lot but it is it's that that important <laughs> i sound like i'm stuttering but i just i want you to understand how seriously important that is uh, when you are exercising and and I have had a lot of people say well I do exercise whatever you're doing just know this you need to probably most likely double that 
I, I'm not even kidding. Like, I know that sounds probably horrible to most people, but most likely, I would say 90% of the people I talk to need to double what they're doing for exercise if they want to really maintain um, the their body at, at a peak level when they're really developing their spiritual work. It's got, it's going to be very important. So that for if you're exercising one day a week, then it needs to be two. If you're, it doesn't mean that you, if you're exercising one day a week, it needs to be seven. It does, that's not what I mean. I mean, whatever you're currently doing, it probably needs to be doubled. And so that's a good rule of thumb for you to go by. Um, your, your spiritual body and your spiritual senses, you will attract and move energy through the body all the time when you're dealing with spiritual work. It, whether you're aware of it or not aware of it, if you are natural at working with your spiritual body and you're not even paying attention to it, you're still going to move a ridiculous amount of energy through and around the body all throughout the day and and night. And so that's going to be very important to be releasing and ridding yourself of any excess energy that does not belong to the body. It also will force an energetic flow through the body that will really keep all of the energetic canals open, I guess I would say. So it will keep things, flow, things flowing energetically nicely like a river. Uh, if you do not do consistent exercise, not only will you hold on to a lot of energy that might have imagery, it might have weird emotions, you might even have weird frequencies that might bring in other spirits or things that you're not aligning with. It can make you feel emotionally crappy, etc., etc. With just having excess energy that doesn't even belong to you, doesn't it? It's not even yours. You just happen to come into contact with it. It can affect you in a lot of ways and you need to make sure you're ridding yourself of that. The other thing with exercise is you need to keep the energetic flow and the energetic canals open. So that means you need to not let anything dam up or block up. And if you are not careful about releasing this excess energy, energetically blocks can form. The same way that you don't want, I know this is going to sound really weird, but like you wouldn't want blood clots to happen. You don't want energetic clots to happen either. And that can happen by energetic debris that you are holding onto or that gets stuck somewhere in the body or around the body that you don't need to hold on to. Hold on to. And if the flow is not moving properly, debris can stick. And if it's debris, energetic debris, it's Trust me, it's not going to be stuff you want to hold on to anyways. That's stuff you want to rid of, rid yourself of. So it's I cannot stress enough movement and exercise because it forces energetic flow. It pushes through energetic blocks. It keeps the canals open energetically. And it forces energetic movement. Not to mention it does something else. Um, typically, because usually when people are exercising, it it tends to pull in earth energy a lot of times. Because a lot of times when you're doing something physical, you're you know either walking outside or you're doing something outside. Um, now so you can be exercising in the house. That's absolutely hundred percent okay. 
if you are doing something where you're not getting outside, then earth energy needs to be on your radar. People say, oh, go outside, experience earth and nature, and everybody gets bored and they're like looking at their phone and they don't know what to do with nature. <laughs> they're just like, really, do I gotta be outside? Or if you're on the mainland, it's like, oh, it's cold outside. But earth energy is very strong. And you want to imagine earth energy as it neutralizes toxic energy in the body that you pick up, okay? So how you know how you'd get heartburn maybe and you would take an antacid at times or whatever and it's supposed to neutralize the acid in the body? You will want to imagine earth energy like it neutralizes acidic energy in the body and in the spiritual body and then the physical body. Earth energy absolutely neutralizes um, that type of frequency. Imagine it like an acidic type of energetic frequency that you really need to neutralize. So it's a nice energetic neutralizer and it's a super easy way to bring uh, a balanced energy to the body. And so when you're exercising, you're ridding yourself of toxic energy. You are um, creating energetic flow to remove blocks. And then with earth energy, you are neutralizing toxic energies, acidic energies, and things like that that are not good frequencies for the body. So now we're neutralizing any energy that we don't need to be messing with. And then that when you neutralize it, it then creates a nice frequency energy, a high frequency energy as it neutralizes, then it uh, usually charges. So we neutralize it, then it will become charged with earth energy. And now we've raised the frequency of any weird energies that you don't want to have. The next thing is going to be sleep. This is an ongoing struggle with those who are sensitive. Believe me, I've struggled with it for most of my life. And it's going to be very important for you to be able to manage that to the best of your ability. It really, really is. We tend to not do as well as adults because I always find like, remember when you were kids? Remember that? Remember when you like you slept so good or you were teenagers and life was amazing <laughs> and you were just like, oh, I could sleep till one or just you just slept like regular people should sleep. Remember that? Well, you're not regular people or you wouldn't be listening to my podcast. And since you're not regular people, most likely you don't sleep well. And if you do, we're very jealous of you. Okay, so... That being said, um, sleep is, is something that you really need to try to manage. One of the things or several things that affect your sleep are because that's when we align with that beautiful frequency, that's when we start to charge so it gives us some energy. But that doesn't mean we cannot sleep and charge at the same time. It actually doesn't have anything to do with the other one. You you don't have to be awake just because you're receiving a nice energy boost. You can be receiving that energy and it can really store up for you for the morning and we can utilize it then. That's going to be more important actually. So um, what can happen with uh, not being able to sleep is you have that, that clear frequency at night, but also you're moving into the nighttime with toxic energy, right? acidic energy, um, energy that's stuck in the body. So it, it's causing you to feel 
irritated, frustrated. It's causing you to kind of loop through your day. It's causing some different emotions. It can even cause aches and pains within the body, which is strange, I know, but it's true. So um, now you've carried over a lot of junky energy from the day as well as you're, you're getting charged and aligning with that frequency. And so otherwise you'd just be like a vampire. Actually, I tell everybody I feel like a vampire because I never want to go anywhere unless it's nighttime. And then I'm just like, oh yeah, I could totally go to Target and everywhere at night because it just feels amazing outside, right? I love, love, love nighttime. Um, daytime, eh, like to go out places, I enjoy going out sometimes, but I don't love the energy, so it doesn't really matter to me. I'd rather go out at night. So anyways, you're carrying this energy into your nighttime, and that's not awesome. If you do the exercise and the earth energy, that will help you to not bring that energy over into nighttime. Um, sometimes, uh, that it, even if you do all that, and that should typically work for me, my sensitivities are so high and I'm so in tune with the spirit world that that doesn't help me sleep all the time. In fact, it, I still need to um, find something natural to help kind of put me into a deeper sleep. And that for me personally is where I've really been aligning with the CBD patches. And um, that's been huge for me. You guys have heard me talk about this for years, um, CBD I, I, I didn't like the inconsistencies of it, though that got frustrating, although it did work. Um, and I finally found something that was incredibly, just an incredible game changer, just absolutely incredible game changer. And that's the CBD patch. Um, so for me, I do the exercise. I am very aware and conscientious of the earth energy. I also do the things like showering at night, etc., like the energetic clearing. Um, that's consistent. I do it every night. It's part of my routine. And then I add the sleepy, er, sleepy, the CBD patches for sleep because it's a game changer for me. If you're interested in that, I'm actually going to do a whole nother podcast on CBD patches, but um, the link will be below. And, you know, you can do a half or a full, but that's absolutely um a game changer. So you will want to have nightly routines where you're aware of the energy, which again, I am. That's why I was telling, and I'm trying to get you to be, which is why I was telling you those things. And then I add an extra thing for myself. Now, when you get proper sleep, then you will find that you can manage the daytime energy, the white noise energy better. And your physical body has more strength for energetic drain for the next day. Because remember, you're charging at night. Remember that that's when you're getting your spiritual charge. And that's going to be very, very important. You want to think of it like this. Imagine that you plug your cell phone in at night or your iPad or whatever, and it charges, it wakes up in the morning, you have a full charge. Awesome. Ready to use it for the day. Now, let's pretend that you were up all night, you were on YouTube streaming videos, you were on Netflix, Netflix, and um, you didn't charge your phone, but you were draining your battery during the night. That's what happens when you're not getting sleep during the night as a spiritual um, person, as your spiritual body, as you are awake and doing the things that you're doing, you're draining your battery. So you actually need to try to get the sleep portion under control because you, it, for 
us who are who can be drained and we don't have that physical energy buffer that other people have during the day we have to be more conscientious of a full battery charge and and coming out of the gate at 100% which is going to require that you fully charge at night with sleep so that's going to be important and the last thing that you're going to need uh, to keep the body physically strong when you're dealing with energy surge and energy drain is going to be to make sure that your body's balanced um, with the proper nutrients and and what I mean by this is all day long you're going to get energy surges and energy drain energy surge energy drain it's going to be constant it's going to be coming out you, you you're going to get a surge of energy then a pull then a surge then a pull and it's just going to be non-stop throughout the day it's going to be from people it's going to be from places it's going to be from experiences it's going to be from stress it's going to be from worry it's going to be from all of this stuff you are going to be on a, a push and pull roller coaster of energy all day and that alone will again take a toll on the body. So you will want to be aware of eating earth energy foods if you possibly can because that also is providing your body with food. And what I mean by that is anything that's grown, you know, fresh stuff. You're not going to do this all the time. There, You're going to go to McDonald's maybe once a day. Who knows? It's, it's not that you're not going to do that. It's to just to be more aware of trying to do um, some things, adding some things into the diet. So I'm not saying change your diet. I'm saying adding some things into your diet. Be kind of aware that when you're feeling energetically drained, you may need more nutrients. Um, but this is when I get into uh, the vitamin patches as well, where I started um, using the, the vitamin patches for energy because there's a lot of good herbs in there and um, there's a lot of nutrients in there, but I also use the complete patch because I don't eat the best well-rounded uh, foods. I don't really know anybody that does. For me, I'm not a big meat eater, but I do know that my body needs protein. And so I tend to be more on the vegetarian side, but for me personally, I feel like I know when I start to crave protein and it's weird to me because I don't like to eat meat very often. I don't like anything. I don't like the texture or the taste. Um, so it, it's it's always been a struggle for me in my brain. Like I know that I'm missing a lot of nutrients that my body needs. And so I have always uh, made sure that I've tried a lot of different, you know, multivitamins and different things like that. So if you have your vitamin regimen down, that's phenomenal and fantastic. If you do not have it down and you're looking for something, um, I highly suggest uh, the energy patch and the complete patch. Uh, that's what I use, but I also use an immune patch now for allergies. I'm not going to go into that a whole lot because I've talked about it a lot, but you can absolutely check it out. Um, I like the patches because they're transdermal, they're more natural energy, it feels natural. I can actually feel the difference when I put the patches on versus taking my vitamins. I used to take tons and tons of vitamin B, uh, vitamin B stress complex, everything. I never ever felt the difference, but when I put an energy patch on, I absolutely feel the difference. And not to mention, there's a lot of things that happen as you get older, brain fog. 
Um, I've been trying to figure out how to get rid of brain fog for like two years. No, probably five years. Like I just cannot stand that feeling. I've always been very clear um, when I was younger and I cannot believe how much the energy patch has happened uh, to help with brain fog. So, um, you know, making sure that your body has good nutrients is very important. The transdermal patches, I like organic things. I would way prefer doing a patch than doing pills. And they're 60 to 70% effective versus 10% if you take vitamins orally. So when I discovered them, I was literally shocked at how much different my body felt. And I exercise all the time. I've been doing all this stuff. So when I found something to help me manage my sleep and manage my nutrients, I was sort of mind blown and very, very, very grateful. So I want to share that with you because I don't really share things like this very often. I just normally teach. But believe me, I've been sharing it with friends and family, anybody who I love and adore because it makes such a huge difference, especially if you're sensitive. It absolutely makes a huge difference. So um, you, if you feel like your diet is not balanced, um, that is what I do, and it's absolutely awesome. The energy patch, complete patch, and immune patch. So um, we've seen huge results with that. All my, uh, my kids who are all sensitive we're all using them and we actually use the kid patches on the grandchildren who are very sensitive children and they are sensitive when when you have sensitive children um psychically sensitive and spiritually sensitive they can become very picky eaters um and very sensitive to their foods i should probably do a whole podcast on that because um it's not uncommon at all for uh, sensitive children to um to have reactions to their food and so that's been hugely helpful with them as well so anyways um i think that i've covered a lot i just want to go back and express the importance of your physical health and well-being and uh, and maintaining that balance with your spiritual health and well-being you can't do one without the other you cannot um, spiritually grow and um, do it effectively without feeling just like you've hit a wall at night that you feel entirely energetically drained that you're just feeling edgy um, irritated and that it won't take a toll on the body long term if you're not managing both so please do know that even if you're very excited about pursuing your sp the spiritual aspect of this new growth and development, or if you've been this way for a while, um, that it is equally important to uh, pay attention to your physical body and and how that it, you're managing it because it's going to help you have success in the spiritual realm. It's going to be and your your physical body, if you're listening to this podcast, is taking way more of a beating um, energetically than other people who are not so sensitive. It just is what it is. Our physical body is going to battle for us energetically, and um, that's going to be different than it is for other people. So we want to 
you know, allow our, our physical body the proper armor to stay protected and to be healthy and strong as it goes to battle for us as we're, you know, dealing with all the energies that we're dealing with on a daily basis. And that way you're uh, healthy all the way around and everything's working together nicely. So anyways, I hope you found that helpful. Um, I don't know if you're in the spirit communication class. I've been talking about that for a little while. Over at Empath University, I do have a learning to communicate with your spirit guides class for free. It's awesome. Everybody loves it. It's an intro module to Keys to the Spirit World, which is my newly released spirit communication course. That course will be closing on November 30th and will not open till next year. I do not have a time frame, but it will be closing on November 30th. So if you are interested in taking the spiritual communication course, learning to develop your spirit communication techniques, make sure to get in um, and take that class before the 30th or you'll, or if you're on my wait list, um, then you'll know when it comes back open again. Uh, but you can absolutely take the learning to communicate with your spirit guides. If you're listening to this podcast, it's past the 30th, whatever, then um, you might have to just be on the wait list if you're interested. But if you also, if you're interested in checking out the patches I talked about, it will be below and I will list the ones that are my favorite on there. Um, but anyways, I highly recommend those if you're um, sensitive any, and yeah. Okay, so uh, hopefully you have the most amazing day. I have some super cool podcasts coming up um, in the next few weeks. So I will see you then. Aloha. Bye.